Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. First, I want to say thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we're taking a deep dive into base training or base building in regards to running, which is so important. Now, the term base building running or base training for runners gets thrown around a lot, but what I've come to realize is that many don't understand what this means. So today, I'm going to help break this down in a way that makes sense and get you on the right track. So now, welcome to the world of base building the unsung hero of running training that paves the way for enduring success. Today, we're delving into the art and science of base building, unlocking the secrets that will have your next training cycle feeling better than ever. I promise. So what exactly is base building and why does it hold the key to unlocking your full potential as a runner? Today, we're going to explore the intricacies of this overlooked phase of training offering insights that will reshape the way you approach your runs. So whether you're aiming for a personal best, contemplating your first endurance event like 10K, 10 miler, half marathon, full marathon, whatever it is, or simply seeking to elevate your overall fitness, the principles that we're we're going to discuss today of base building are universal. And they can be applied for any type of training, 5K to half marathon, and just improving your running in general. So at its core, base building is a strategic and gradual approach to training that emphasizes the development of your endurance, your strength, and your overall fitness before delving into specific and intense run workouts. It serves as the preparatory phase that readies your body for the challenges ahead, creating a strong foundation that can withstand the rigors of more advanced training, aka your race-specific training. So again, it's building that strong foundation that you can grow from. So with running, we want to build brick by brick by brick. Base building isn't just about logging miles. It's about laying that groundwork for sustained performance, right? We want to have the best performance that we can have. We want to remain injury-free. We want to build that strong foundation. And that's why I mention a lot about During my off-season, when I'm not particularly in any sort of marathon prep or any sort of build, I focus on my base. For instance, right after my most recent marathon in Chicago, I took some time off to recover. Then I did a reverse taper, and now I'm focusing on my base. By focusing on aerobic conditioning, muscular endurance, and overall health, runners can enhance their ability to handle higher volume trainings and intensities in the subsequent phases of their training. So this deliberate and patient approach, right, you have to be patient with it because it takes time, minimizes the risk of injury while maximizing the potential for long-term improvement. And remember, this podcast is all about is all about maximizing our performance. So that's why this is such an important component of your training, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced. 
The time it takes to build an aerobic base can vary widely depending on individual factors such as your current fitness level, running experience, age, genetic predisposition, injury history, and more. Generally, the process of building a solid aerobic base is considered a gradual process that's going to require patience. And to build a good aerobic base means we'll have to dedicate a certain amount of days and time to running and focusing on that. An aerobic base refers to the foundation of cardiovascular fitness essential for optimal athletic performance, especially in endurance sports like running. For novice runners or those returning after a break or maybe after an injury, it might take a few months to establish a foundational aerobic base. This initial phase often involves low to moderate intensity workouts, focusing on gradually increasing weekly mileage and duration. Maybe you'll start with running, say, two to three days a week at an easy effort pace, and then as it gets easier, adding in an additional day or two will greatly improve your base building. And ideally, for those new to running, I like to see 12 to 16 weeks of base building before contemplating something like a half marathon or longer. It's super important for athletic performance and if you want to do well during your event. Then, while runners who maintain a consistent routine year-round, they may simply be focused on maintenance running plan for just six to eight weeks in between races. So this is going to keep their base strong and provide time to work on things like strength training or other neglected areas that they didn't focus on during their marathon prep, half marathon prep, or whatever build that they were in. But again, if you're new to running, a longer base building phase is definitely beneficial. And then if you're an intermediate, advanced runner, or someone who runs consistently year-round, then a maintenance phase of six to eight weeks is ideal. Periodized training is one of the most common ways that we move through a training program. You probably don't even realize that a lot of your training plans try to build in a little bit of base work first. Then you move into what's called a preparation phase, then a race-specific phase, and finally into a peak or peak week phase, then you taper until race day. Now, the length of each phase is going to vary based on your specific goal, your fitness level, your racing history, and also what exactly you are training for. So whether you're training for a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon, ultra, or whatever it is. Now, how many miles should be in my base phase? This is going to depend widely on what you've been doing previously. For example, if you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, if you've taken some time off, or if you've been consistent with your running. Now, for experienced runners, if you've, been, if you've recently done, say, a marathon training cycle, then I would look at your peak week mileage and back it down 15 to, say, 30%. Again, this is going to depend on what you are currently doing and also your current goals. But now for new runners, the focus is simply slowly increasing your time on feet. You may be looking at just a few 30-minute runs per week, say three 30-minute runs per week, or if you've already been running but you still consider yourself a beginner, you can do a few easy effort runs per week and then add in a longer run, say a 60-minute easy effort run. Now first, let's delve into some benefits of base building for runners. I know we all want to get right into the sexy stuff of signing up for a race, collecting that bling, 
our medals or in doing all these hard workouts and hard runs, but truly for improving your overall health and fitness and improving your running fitness and getting fitter, base training is a key part of the process. So here's some of what we hope to accomplish during the base work. One is improved aerobic capacity. This is the maximum amount of oxygen the body can use during exercise. Building a base improves the efficiency of the cardiovascular and respiratory systems to deliver oxygen to the muscles, which is so important. Well-established aerobic fitness provides a solid foundation for introducing higher intensity workouts in later training, training plans. If you have a r- improved aerobic capacity, you'll be able to go a longer duration at faster speeds. So it's crucial in your base building phase to do this. Two, it increases your endurance. Aerobic base building enhances the muscle's ability to sustain activity over an extended period of time without fatigue. This is crucial for long distance running where sustained effort is required. And three is injury prevention. The slow and steady progression of base training allows your body to adapt gradually to the increased training loads, reducing the risk of any overuse injuries or anything like that. Nothing is going to slow down your progress more than getting injured and needing to rest, right? So we want to avoid that at all costs. And that's also going to make your motivation slump if you have to take time off. Next is better mitochondrial density. Mitochondria are the energy-producing structures within cells. Aerobic training stimulates the growth and efficiency of mitochondria, enhancing the body's ability to generate energy aerobically. So these easy effort runs, this base building phase, improves your mitochondrial density, which improves your aerobic training, which will help you go the distance and improve your training over time. And then another benefit is efficient fuel utilization. Base training helps the body become more efficient in utilizing fats for energy, sparing glycogen, which is stored carbohydrate, for later stages of prolonged exercise. This is beneficial for longer races where glycogen depletion can be a limiting factor. And also, during this time, it can benefit strength-focused workouts. For many runners, base building is the time where you can do a lot more specific strength training workouts to improve any muscular imbalances and to improve your overall strength and power as a runner. Focusing on the hips, glutes, and core in ways that are going to help you become faster, stronger, and more resilient is so important as runners. One of your big questions is what should a base building running plan look like? And now for any good running coach, they'll tell you that there are so many variables that go into this from your current fitness level to timing and your schedule, injury history for what you've just trained for, as well as what your goals are and what you want to train for next. But the main thing is base build training runs have a purpose. Two to three runs per week for new runners, say, and four to five, sometimes six runs per week for intermediate to experienced distance runners. I know for me, I'm comfortable with five runs a week. Again, the number of base runs is going to vary based upon your goals and other types of training that you're including in your week. Those currently focused on maybe heavy lifting to build muscle and to build back up their strength 
may be experienced, but still choose to stick with just three runs a week to have enough energy for each workout. So again, it's going to depend on your goals during this phase. And you want to think back to the weeks one to three of a new training plan where the focus is really on easy running. Maybe some short hill workouts as well, but remember, there is a reason for keeping everything easy during the base phase. Generally, there's no intense speed workouts when you're focused on rebuilding a base. Just maybe some hill repeats to improve your form and strength as well as turnover, And then maybe some short fart licks added in every so often and adding in strides again over time as well. But easy effort runs are the focus of most runs during this phase and also long easy effort runs being usually half of your goal distance race that you did or less than that. Say half half marathoners might find that 8 to 10 miles for their long runs is their sweet spot for their weekend long runs that feel easy and maintain endurance. Or maybe if you came off of a marathon, maybe your long run feels good at 10 to 13 miles over time to maintain that aerobic endurance. Much like low heart rate training, the goal of this phase is in running is to build your aerobic and anaerobic base. We want your body to consistently feel strong and that the same pace is requiring less effort over time. At the end of this phase, you should feel ready to add in then those speed workouts and tempo runs per a structured training plan. Now, cross-training during base building is super important. Say two to three sessions per week, incorporating cross-training is going to allow you to work different muscles that may be neglected during a marathon prep or half marathon prep. For those newer to running, it will provide some lower impact options as well to continue building fitness and strength with less injury risk while your body adapts. And this is also a great time to test out maybe some new fitness programs, increases your stamina in different ways by engaging other muscles, utilizes new muscles, and can correct any muscle imbalances. So think about doing what you enjoy, maybe strength training, biking, skiing, Stairmaster, swimming, whatever it is, it will all benefit you. And now, Circling back to strength training, that is a must during base training. You want to think two to three sessions a week will improve your overall strength and power output as a runner, and even just one solid session a week. I encourage you as runners, you really want to continue your strength training, but two to three sessions a week is all you're going to need and will improve your runs, your strength, your everyday life greatly. And often these sessions can be done the same day as a shorter run or cross-training session. Unfortunately, the truth is distance running can eat away at muscle, which is why many runners find themselves in this odd place of being like fit yet a bit fluffy. So you want to focus on heavier weights. These heavier weights are going to help you build the muscle that burns fat and that keeps you strong and keeps your tendons strong, your ligaments strong and gets that body that many runners desire, right? You wanna keep your muscle as a runner. So heavy weights will help you keep your joints, bones, muscles all strong, and you'll become a more powerful runner. But it's all about incorporating it smartly and not overdoing it in the gym. Trust me, a little goes a long way. You don't need to demolish yourself. Endurance running and lifting is a fine dance, all between applying the proper stimulus with the proper appropriate recovery to get the proper adaptations. 
You want to be able to recover from the fatigue that you placed upon your body. You don't want to be in a constant state of fatigue. So weight training can benefit endurance runners because this, in effect, will help you keep going when you get tired during also those final miles of a race and will also help you maintain good form. Not only will you be surprised by at the strength that you can build, but you'll also improve your breathing and learn how to work through different discomfort, which will benefit you on a run. This is also a great time to focus on ankle and foot strength, and I want to bring this up because ankle and foot strength is so important as a runner and sometimes as runners, and sometimes it's often neglected. Though we spend hours finding the perfect running shoes, we rarely spend time thinking about how the strength in our feet and ankles can impact our running performance. So during this time, focusing on foot and ankle strength helps prevent injuries such as plantar fasciitis and shin splints, reduction of muscle imbalances from only running forward, right? Running is very repetitive. You just go forward. So when we focus on building strong feet, strong ankles, strong knees, strong hips, moving in different planes of motion, we're creating additional power when pushing off, becoming stronger, more resilient runners. So just to reiterate, if you're looking to improve your overall fitness or race performance, one of the most important things you can do is build a good running base. Base running is the foundation of aerobic fitness, and it's a key part of any race training program. When you build your base first, it allows you to later enter race-specific training plans with a body that's ready to handle it. You've built up your aerobic fitness and endurance, as well as neuromuscular adaptations, So now your body has less chance of injury or burnout because you've prepared it the right way. And with any base training plan or any base phase plan, there's one essential theme, mostly easy, consistent running. You should be running the vast majority of your weekly mileage in a comfortable aerobic zone, then gradually adding in the appropriate pickups. Most base running is done at an easy conversational pace where you can breathe comfortably and not get too winded when taking when talking with someone else on the road or on the treadmill. A new runner may be focused on running, say, just 20 miles per week during their base training, and an experienced runner may aim for 50 plus miles a week, so it all depends. But typically, a base phase will consist of several shorter runs, one or two mid-length runs, and then one long run. And over the base phase, runners may gradually increase their overall mileage. Now, the main thing is consistency. And the bottom line is that building a running base, a solid, strong running base, is important because it prepares your body for more strenuous work later on. Having this solid foundation helps reduce injury risk while also making sure you have enough aerobic fitness to handle harder track workouts or tempo runs when they come around later in your training cycle. So if you're looking to improve your running performance or just stay healthy and injury-free, make sure to include solid running base, a solid running base as part of your training plan. Thank you for listening to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender. And to everyone listening, share this episode of the show, leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps. And thank you again. You can find me on all areas of social and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time.